Davis steps under center. Gibson and McClendon behind it. Davis with motion by Richard. Will get the ball to McClendon. He leaps. Oh, he doesn't get in. He fumbled the football. Carolina holds. The game is over. And Carolina has won the game. Finley to throw. Over the middle. Intercepted. Wolfuck again. Wolfuck the other way. At the 30. The 40. Wolfuck to midfield. Miles Wolfuck with the pick. The heels on the doorstep of an enormous victory. Left side of the line. Hood standing to Williams' is right. Williams going to throw. One-on-one. Davis has it. Touchdown. Carolina wins. Carolina is the Coastal Division champion. Bernard fields it at the 26. Heading to the far side. Gio at the 35. Gio, he's at the 50. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Gio, he's going to take it for a touchdown. Are you kidding me? Connor Barth for the possible win. Snap. Spot. Kick away. High enough. Long enough. Hey guys, and welcome in to another edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. It's Anthony Pagnotta back with you guys as always, and today we are joined by Go Heels Pat James, who is with us uh, to help us uh, walk through Mac Brown's press conference and what he said in uh, what is just a very strange time that we're living here uh, in 2020. And first of all, Pat, uh, are you staying safe, man? I know this is uh, just one of the most unprecedented things that we've seen in this country in a long time, so I hope hoping you're taking care of yourself as well as your family as well yeah absolutely um thanks for having me on yeah just trying to pretty much staying at home i uh besides taking the dog on a few walks here and there it's pretty much just been staying in the house working remotely for the last two weeks and i hope everyone else out there is staying safe including yourself yeah, no, uh, that we're doing our best here too as well. Uh, just been hanging out with the family a lot, trying to get a, a little bit closer during this tough time. But uh, you know, I, I think that's one of the things that we are we are realizing for ourselves. Not only are we sitting around here struggling to find things to do, but a lot of the players that are on this Toriel football team are doing the same. It was supposed to be spring practice time for a lot of these guys right now, um, but unfortunately, uh, with everything that's been going on, spring practice has been shut down. So a lot of guys have had to go back home. Some guys uh, in some different situations than normal. Uh, guys like Jacoby Criswell staying with uh, John Copenhaver during this time. So uh, a lot of different scenarios going on. Mac Brown sort of dived into a couple of those scenarios, but uh, there were a lot of different things that he talked about in the press conference. What was the biggest concern that was expressed by Mac Brown on Monday when he was on with you guys? I think, obviously, I mean, everybody knows Mac. I'm sure every coach in the country is like this. But just, you know, the well-being and health of, you know, his student-athletes and their families right now, you know, he was very candid and said, you know, a few of these players, their parents have already lost their jobs due to the way the economy is going. And, you know, that's just tough to grapple with. And so, you know, with such hard times going on, you know, everybody constantly, you know, watching the news and just kind of all the 
kind of bad things that are happening, you know, you're, you're worried, you know, and he's worried, obviously, it's just about, you know, the mental health of some of these guys, you know, guys developing, you know, increased depression, anxiety uh, during these times. So, you know, he's made it clear to them that, you know, that, you know, uh, counselors are available still to them, that, you know, they can reach out to them if they have any problems with that. Um, and he's trying to stay in touch with these guys and he's encouraged his assistant coaches to over communicate or his words just to make sure that, you know, they're constantly staying in touch with these guys. As you said, you know, Jacoby Criswell, he's one guy who's kind of been displaced by this, you know, another guy was, uh, Don Chapman, you know, who thought about going to San Diego, but, uh, coach Brown said, that, you know, just the idea of, you know, a cross country plane ticket would be too expensive. And, you know, he just decided to kind of just stay in Chapel Hill because he thought that'd be safer. You have another guy like, you know, Patrice Renee, who's, you know, working his way back from here in his ACL. And coach Brown said that, uh, Patrice went back to Canada, uh, and was planning on rehabbing in a certain facility, but he got up there and turns out that facility's closed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just so many unknowns at this point, you know, and so coach Brown, you know, he just said, you know, he's really just trying to make sure that you guys are you know, being healthy and, you know, them and their families are okay. Right. Now, did he expand on, on the guys that are trying to rehab with injuries? Because I think that's one of the big concerns right now. Uh, all the guys that put on weight in, in uh, before the spring in the workouts, I think uh, definitely uh, is a big concern as well. But really, those guys, especially like Patrice Rene coming back from the ACL, Cameron Kelly coming back from an ACL, and even guys like Matthew Flynn, who's coming back from a leg fracture. Did he say anything about how some of those guys are going to work through this if they ne- don't necessarily have access to the things that they need? In terms of rehab, uh, he didn't really go into details about anyone else. Um, and I'm sure you'll follow up just in terms of how the team's working out and stuff right now. But, mm-hmm. you know, with Patrice, you know, he's one guy. Um, the only other name who he mentioned, who had been previously mentioned among the guys who would be sitting out this spring, um, as of three, four weeks ago when he had his pre spring press conference, was uh, Wyndham Asabura, Wisdom Asabura, mm-hmm. who uh, he said is kind of living with a host family in Asheville right now, um, since it really didn't make much sense for him to travel all the way back to Nigeria. Um, but he didn't really expand any further details in terms of kind of how these guys are rehabbing. Um, I think it's just mostly kind of working with the athletic training staff to try to develop specific plans uh, that can work for them that they can use to kind of do simple activities while at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now in terms of nutrition, I think that's another really big thing because as you mentioned, there are some guys whose parents have already lost their jobs. How do you how is coach Brown navigating that and and is the NCAA helping in any way to try to keep these guys on track to uh, you know play next season and really actually and, and the the biggest concern is really just have enough food to be able to eat and and, and stay healthy. In terms of the NCAA, I really don't know how much advice or sort of comments they've received just in terms of kind of how to approach this or if any resources be made available. Um, I know there was an announcement today about how the NCAA is going to be splitting up. I can't remember the exact amount of money among all the different Division One schools to kind of help with kind of overcoming just the lost uh, spring revenue and all that. I don't know how that's going to affect, you know, just kind of, you know, what sort of what UNC will be able to help out with in terms of that. Right. But um, 
he did mention that, you know, Kelsey Gomes, who's the um, director of nutrition for the team um, and helps out with a lot of the teams here at UNC, um, that she's been in touch with them just about in terms of, you know, what they can do with their nutrition kind of during this time. And uh, strength and conditioning coach uh, Brian Hess has also been, you know, really hands-on with trying to kind of help these guys kind of navigate this entire situation. Yeah, no, I think uh, we, we've seen a lot of guys praising Coach Hess during this time. Uh, you know, just from from your perspective, you know, what, what do you think is is the biggest concern out of all of these in, in your mind when this team comes back to the field, uh, being that this is a team that most people look at and say this 2020 season is is a big year for them considering that they've, uh, they've got the pieces to, to make something happen in the ACC Coastal. I, I think one of the bigger concerns, just in terms of that kind of strength and conditioning aspect that Coach Brown kind of harped on a lot, is that, you know, your guys who, you know, when they're even here, who might kind of maybe slack off a little bit here and there, like you have concerns about, you know, how do they, are they going to be disciplined enough to kind of get through this, you know, to keep doing their workouts. You know, he, he mentioned several times and made very clearly, you know, these workouts are voluntary right now, just with the way that the NCAA has kind of rolled just in terms of how coaches can be involved in stuff. So, you know, the coaches, they're not watching them, but Brian Hess can. Um, just but how active, how involved are they going to be with this? Are they going to take this seriously and take this as a time where they have to continue, you know, working on their bodies, trying to work on their skills, win them where they can. Uh, Coach Brown mentioned that, you know, some guys, Guys, you know, like in Charlotte, where Sam Howe um, and a few guys are, and you know, in Atlanta as well, guys in those areas are trying to get together and kind of do workouts and stuff together while continuing to social distance as much as they can. Um, you know, just kind of trying to figure that out because, you know, and you do have those concerns about, you know, a guy, you know, who doesn't take his conditioning and stuff seriously during this time, you know, coming back. And, you know, he doesn't eat well, you know, he comes back overweight, isn't in shape, and just kind of, you know, you can't put a guy on the field at that point. Um, and so I think that definitely is a concern just in terms of how guys are going to approach this. I would say, that, you know, one thing that I saw today on Twitter that I thought was pretty encouraging and pretty cool was that uh, Patrice Renee tweeted out that short video of, mm-hmm. you know, during workouts today where uh, they were all on Zoom, the video conference app that, you know, everybody's using now. Um, and that there were like, you know, 20 plus guys all in there at the same time working out. And so I think that was pretty cool and pretty encouraging, at least for fans to see that, you know, they as a group are kind of, you know, taking it seriously. In terms of academics, I think that's another area that some people are concerned. My sister's currently a student in at Carolina, and she's taking some time adjusting to the online classes. Is it should it be really a big concern for for Toriel fans about some of these guys being able to have that self discipline, or is this something where it feels like everybody is 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 going to be cut just a little bit of slack because it is such a new way of having to go about learning, not only uh, just any level of school but but to have to do this at the college level which is the most difficult yeah absolutely and that's another concern that uh coach brown raised you know that's the same sort of deal that you know guys are gonna have to be disciplined when it comes to academics as well in terms of trying to figure this out i mean yeah it's different but you know you gotta find a way through it um you know coach brown said that you know he and his staff have been holding zoom meetings with the team's academic counselors you know trying to figure everything's out but you know you'd figure that you know at this point you know tutoring is one thing you know that's gonna be kind of harder to come by right now um you know it's gonna be a little bit harder for some of these guys to figure out you know just what are they what are the requirements you know with having these online classes you know 
I was talking to a wrestler uh, yesterday um, who was saying, you know, just, you know, some classes, you know, it's a lot of forum discussions and things like that. And other ones, it is a little bit more hands-on. So just kind of getting accustomed to kind of what's going on with that. I mean, I'm sure like it is for any regular student at UNC and, you know, really across the country, it's going to take some time to adjust to that. You know, one thing the university has done is, you know, they announced this past Friday that, you know, students can declare, you know, spring courses as pass-fail all the way until August 7th. Um, You know, that's something that a lot of guys are going to have to take their time and kind of weigh their decisions on that, you know, with some input from academic counselors. So a lot of decisions there, you know, and those sorts of decisions also affect, you know, eligibility, you know, going forward and everything. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting situation. You know, I mean, one thing that might not even come to some people's mind is, you know, that wrestler who I mentioned, he's from L.A., and he went back to L.A. Mm -hmm. So now he's taking his classes, his regular class schedule is now three hours different. So he has a 9 a.m. three times a week that's now at 6 a.m. three times a week. And he was very, you know, open. You know, like, it's really hard. Like, I mean, it's tough, you know, even though, you know, he's waking up early anyway while he's here in Chapel Hill for workouts and stuff like that. It's such a change of pace from what he's used to. You know, it is a major adjustment. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, during this time, it's definitely been a difficult time. But one of the things that's kind of been helping us through this in terms of sports fans has been NFL free agency. And you actually wrote a really great piece uh, just yesterday on uh, Trey Boston, who ended up signing a new deal with the Carolina Panthers. Great to see, considering that, you know, Trey had kind of been bouncing around. He was one of those guys that just you could never really figure out why he wasn't able to stick with a team because he was producing so much on the field. But now he's going to stick here with the Carolina Panthers. Um, so what, what were some of the things that you were talking to uh, Trey in, in, in that piece about in case some of the people that are listening to this podcast maybe haven't read the piece just yet? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he, the past two, three years, you know, he's been very open about how, you know, he was looking to get a multi-year deal somewhere, you know, three straight off seasons. He signed one-year deals, you know, first with the Chargers, then with the Arizona Cardinals, and then with the Panthers again, you know, right as training camp was kind of going on last year. Um, so he'd really been kind of looking for a multi-year deal where he was, you know, financially secure. Where also, you know, he felt like he was getting you know, the sort of commitment that he felt like he should be getting from a team because, you know, he is a guy who's kind of bounced around a little bit, but even then, you know, three straight years being with different teams, but he managed to post the highest coverage grade of any free safety in the NFL mm-hmm. over the last three years, according to Pro Football Focus. You know, and here's also a guy who, you know, he has 11 interceptions over those three, over that same time period, and that's tied for the second most among NFL safeties. So the guy's done enough to kind of back up, you know, what he's looking for and everything. Um, and so I think, you know, he was just very thankful to finally get rewarded for that, you know, and he was especially happy that he was rewarded for that by the Panthers, you know, as you said, the team that drafted him, you know, and he gets to stay in the state of North Carolina where, you know, it's kind of crazy to think about, but like he pointed out himself, you know, he's been in the state of North Carolina for about 10 years of his life now at this point between being at UNC and being in Charlotte, you know, it's almost easy to forget that he's a Florida guy actually, not mm-hmm. from the state of North Carolina. Um, so he was pretty excited about just you know being able to stay in stay in North Carolina, and uh, he kind of joked about how you know he's still able now being on the East Coast. You know he's able to tune into all the UNC games you know on the local channels like he knows what they are. And, you know he's been keeping tabs on the program and just kind of the great direction it's going. 
Yeah, Trey is a great guy. I met him uh, last year out at one of the WFNZ events, uh, the draft party that they had uh, out at Top Golf. A great guy, a great golfer as well. Uh, so uh, good for him. Uh, really happy that he's going to be staying here in Carolina, as are many fans that uh, are both Tar Heel and Panther fans. So good to see him staying around. Uh, make sure you check that article out, GoHeels.com. Uh, Pat, uh, you've done such a great job. Uh, even during this downtime, man, you guys are grinding out over there. It's awesome to see. Uh, we're hoping uh, to be uh, doing the same over here at the Heel Tough blog, but uh, it's definitely an unprecedented time, so just uh, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you down the line. Hopefully it won't be too long. I know they've said that uh, there's a possibility that the NCAA could look into doing some sort of uh, NFL-type OTAs uh, during the summer just to get some guys some reps uh, in, in shorts. Uh, Mac Brown talked about that a little bit in his press conference as well, so hopefully... Uh, that ends up actually happening, and maybe we can put this dark time uh, behind us. But uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch and uh, talk to you uh, sometime down the line, whether we have a season or not. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having me on. Stay safe, everybody. All right, Pat. All right, that's Pat James of GoHeels.com. Another, uh, of course, uh, we've been having Pat on here for a while now. Fantastic stuff from him as always. Um, and yeah, make sure uh, go check that article out that he's got on GoHeels.com. He worked really hard on that uh, to get that Q and A with Trey Boston. Uh, it's a fantastic read. Read it this morning myself. So a lot of great information in there uh, for uh, both Tar Heel and Panther fans. So go back, give that a read, and then of course head over to the Heel Tough blog website because we got you covered. Just put out the week weekly storylines for uh, this week. We have uh, a bunch of that stuff that uh, we just talked about with Pat is up there. You guys can go back, read a little more in depth on what he said about the nutrition of players, rehab of players, as well as um, the uh, some of the other stuff that uh, they were putting out there um, during that press conference or that he was putting out there during that press conference uh, the other day on Zoom. Uh, you guys can go check that out on the website HeelToughBlog.com. Also got uh, some really good updates in there uh, in that same article uh, about Peyton Page. Uh, there's one in there about Raniria Dilworth as well as three-star offensive guard uh, Jared Wilson. So a lot of great stuff in there. Make sure you guys go check that out on the website. Of course, uh, in terms of uh, basketball and baseball, um, basketball in the offseason. Uh, we were going into the offseason regardless. We're going to have the awards for the season coming out. Both me and Josh are going to combine on that article, so that's going to be a really cool one. That's the first time we've really done that on this website, so uh, that'll be up sometime, probably tomorrow. If not tomorrow, it will be up early Saturday, so make sure you guys check that out. Um, baseball season, we are done for now, but we will be back covering them next spring um, with a lot of the guys that will have extra years of eligibility. Uh, uh, likely have seen the last of Aaron Zabato, but uh, we will uh, definitely be keeping you up to date on all that. Still looking for a full-time baseball writer, so if anybody is interested in writing baseball for us next year, make sure that you guys uh, contact us. You can hit me up at HTBAnthony on Twitter uh, or uh, Josh on Twitter at JoshuaMarlow5. 
Uh, also, you can email me at anthony.pegnata at yahoo.com. Uh, that's the email address. So any anybody that's interested, we'd love to hear from you. Still looking for that baseball writer to help us out. Um, because covering football and covering basketball, as you've seen from both of our perspectives, is a full-time job uh, year-round, uh, as well as the fact that we hold full-time jobs on the side. So uh, it, it is definitely difficult. We are definitely looking for people that can help us out and continue to to grow uh, the Heal Tough blog. Make sure that uh, you subscribe, you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we got so many great additions of the podcast that are coming up. Uh, you guys heard the interview from Antonio James. That's the last episode. If you haven't heard that, make sure you go back and listen to it. We have uh, the recruiting uh, recap, the breakdown uh, of Kobe Pay Sauer, Eli Sutton, Tymeer Brown, and DeAndre Boykin's commitments. Me and Zach Hubbard were on that one. Uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, that's that, that's episode 150, so make sure you go back and listen to the last two episodes. And then you can cycle back around and subscribe so that you don't miss any of the other episodes that are coming up. We've got some unbelievable player interviews that we've been doing. Uh, there's so many more that we're going to be doing along the way as well, but our next one that'll come out, it'll come out probably Sunday night, I think we're going to put that one out. It'll be C.J. Cotman, the former Tar Heel cornerback who will be with us. We've also talked to former uh, Tar heel safety Deontay Williams and uh, also we are sitting down uh, tonight at, we are, we're actually recording the one with Johnny White the former running back uh, we got Tyler Powell the former defensive lineman who is going to be with us and uh, there's so many other ones Junior Nakande expected to come on at some point so uh, tons of great interviews that you guys will be able to hear. Uh, the only way you can make sure that you don't miss an episode of the podcast, that you don't miss any of those exciting interviews, is by subscribing wherever you listen to your podcast on. So, once again, want to thank Pat James for stopping by with us. want to thank you guys for listening, and as always, Go Tar Heels!